This is an ultimate global podcast. Hello, and welcome to our special weekly podcast on trending international and social affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney. Hello, good morning, everyone who is joining us from Sydney and around the world for another very special episode that we are having of Ultimate Global Podcast with a very interesting guest today and a very engaging topic, which is kind of the topic of the next decade of what we can say. And we are talking about how AI is changing the dynamics of content marketing. But I'm sure not only content marketing, we might touch base upon other elements as well into marketing, sales, all the front end kind of things that we are doing in our businesses, which which can help the other co-founders and startups as well as mid-tier large companies as well. So we are joined with Tony Simmons and he's the founder and CEO of Sonant AI. And what they are trying to do is they are growing their audiences, uh, engagement and monetization through voice discovery of your spoken word content very very interesting thing and i would love to know more in detail from him of what he's doing and he's also running a podcast which is called discipline it's a podcast for business leaders and entrepreneurs so do check his podcast if you have not seen it i'll also put the link on the youtube channel down below so you can go there and uh, listen to his podcast uh, on his different channels. But I'll pass it on to you, Tony, to first uh, give a brief introduction of what you are doing. I see that you're doing some great things. And then we'll start with the discussion. First of all, thanks for uh, having me this morning. Uh, pleasure to be on. Um, look, you know, podcasts are growing. Um, you know, uh, you go from a couple of years ago and it was kind of this niche um marketing concept to now podcast is almost you know i think they're saying one in five people have a podcast so businesses have podcasts brands are trying to advertise on podcasts and you know a guy like joe rogan a couple of years ago was an obscure name now he's a household name because of his podcast so it's a really um vibrant uh, growing space but the problem for a podcast is when you've got you know, you and I talking this morning for 20 minutes or however long, there's a lot of things that happen within it that's really hard to access. So we might talk about some great pieces and we go, that could be really good for promotion or turn it into a little blog or a clip, but it's really hard to get to. You've got to re-listen to it, perhaps write it all down, clip it up in an editing machine. So what Sonnet is all about is taking this content and extracting all the value from it, discovering what's happened in this spoken word content and targeting it to your audience so they can discover it as well. So, you know, AI is the, the fundamental piece of automation that really enables this to happen. If you've got hundreds of hours of content, you can't have a human going through going, where are all the clips? What are they talking about? Where should I put an ad? Uh, how do I turn it into a blog? How can I search it to find all the topics or themes? Artificial intelligence does that better so that humans can focus on what they do better, which is creating great creative content. Absolutely. And, you know, this is the reason why podcasts are also becoming so popular in today's era. Uh, as you just 
that's based upon that every second or third person, every fifth person, by the way, you said that is having a podcast being run, be it an individual or a small business or a couple of you know other businesses. Whenever, you know, even I talk with people related to running a podcast, they feel uh, quite interested in that. Um, and this was, you know, this was not a podcast which I started, um, which was the first one. In fact, before this, I was running a student podcast last year when I was a student representative at uh, UNSW Sydney. And that was a student podcast which I was running on different student affairs like mental health, you know, financial health of a student, um, looking at the sexual health, talking about, um, you know, what are the future opportunities for students? So how I found out that as a problem, because I thought that students are a lot, uh, students have a lot of problems, but they don't know where to take those problems to. And I had a good network in Sydney. So I thought that I know the other side of the people as well. I know this side of the people as well. Let's connect both of them through a podcast. Let's bring both of them on the same table. And then the students can directly ask them the question. It, pretty, it worked pretty well. You know, I got a lot of positive feedback as well. So that's the kind of things, you know, you can do with, the, you know, these kind of interesting and creative uh, elements. But how do you think uh, as a whole, artificial intelligence is now changing the dynamics of not only content marketing, but marketing in general for startups and mid-tier companies, because um, there seems to be a transition towards AI, but then there also seems to be a discomfort towards a complete transition towards AI. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding around artificial intelligence, and I'm also guilty, you know, of misreading what artificial intelligence can do and i'm sure the terminator movies didn't help where people think robots are going to take over uh, their jobs and their lives and the world eventually so i think you know the first thing is to frame ai as something that's another tool it's another computer tool that can help with automation it can help do tasks that are low value or really manual and it can do it really well. So, you know, an example of AI is um, find me some information that looks like this, and you can feed it as much information as possible. And if you're a human, you know, in the old days, you used to go through and look at the information, read it or listen to it, enter it into an Excel spreadsheet or a database. It was really manual, slow, laborious, expensive work. Now you can say using artificial intelligence, find me something that looks like this. Now, that might be pattern recognition. It might be find me a name, find me a mention of a brand within content. Um, and you'll see, you know, with Google Photos and Apple Photos, find me every time a beach occurs in my photos. These are manual tasks that artificial intelligence can do really well. It's not replacing a human. It potentially will never get 100% accuracy, so it can potentially never replace a human. But if you're happy with getting a lot of tasks done, repetitive tasks done really well, then artificial intelligence is a tool that can do those things, freeing up human capital to work on higher value tasks. So I think if we frame artificial intelligence that way, then it's less um, threatening to people. So that's the first thing I think is, is getting a, you know, artificial intelligence is not here to replace humans. It's here to free up humans to focus on other things. Then you say, what is artificial intelligence really good at? Pattern recognition. But it can only find the patterns that you want it to find. 
And so with content marketing, that's something that we've trained our artificial intelligence to do is we create a long-form piece of content, a podcast, might go for 20 minutes, might go for an hour. Um, in Joe Rogan's case, it might go for three hours. Within that, there's a lot happening that can really be directed to the audience. Now, as we're saying, one in five people might have a podcast. If you're looking for mental health for students and you try and find that, um, first of all, you might get hit with a huge amount of content, right? So where do I start? The other thing, if, if it's a podcast and it's just in audio form, you might have talked about this that's really valuable at the 20-minute mark of a one-hour piece of content, but unless someone listens to the whole podcast, they're never going to find it. So artificial intelligence, if we say, find me content that talks about mental health and we give it a whole lot of content to listen to, it can really do all those manual tasks and say, hey, guess what? We found all of this stuff about mental health. Now you can do something with it that can help with your marketing. So, you know, in the, in the context of artificial intelligence and marketing, it's a great tool. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's like, actually, this can help with all of my marketing efforts and make me more effective at finding my audience and engaging with them. Yep. So I think this is one of the concerns that you just raised, uh, which a lot of people are quite scared of is, is that AI is going to replace our jobs and then we are not going to be left with much of a choice to choose between. But actually, it might be taken in the other sense as well that AI might destroy some jobs, but simultaneously it might create some new ones. So it's always better to uh, reskill yourself and you're not living in an era where you can say that you've got two degrees or three degrees and that's it, you know. So you need to have that learning mindset and growth mindset. That's what we also keep on talking about when we uh, discuss about developing your soft skills from time to time, isn't it? Absolutely. And look, the other thing is if you talk about AI and uh, the creation of jobs, I mean, data science a couple of years ago was a, you know, I mean, it was there, but it was a much smaller discipline. Um, and now data science is, you know, a huge growing um, requirement for every company to have data sciences to help develop algorithms that can automate processes because it saves them money or helps them make money. So artificial intelligence might be displacing some jobs, but it's creating the need for other jobs and, again, freeing up human capital to develop, um, you know, much higher value tertiary type um, products and services. Uh, what are the other areas you think are related to marketing, Tony, uh, where AI is really creating a major impact? And what can be some of the areas which you think the startups or mid-tier companies who might be quite reluctant to invest in new technologies. Um, larger companies have been more open because probably they have more money, they have got more financials to take that risk. Um, but when you are talking about startups, when you're talking about mid-tier companies, sometimes we also see that they are a bit careful in uh, looking at what they are spending money on. So what would be your advice to them? So, I mean, marketing is one of these things that is really hard to measure. Um, you know, there's the old saying in probably advertising, but probably applicable in marketing, that 50% of marketing works. I just don't know which 50% of it is. So the 
data is really what's changing the way you can attack marketing. And once you understand how those pieces can fit together, then you can be much more effective in all of your marketing efforts. So if you think of this podcast as data, what are the topics? What are the subjects? What are the key phrases? Where do we get excited about something? All of this um, content, if treated as data, can then be linked to an audience. So if an audience wants to hear or see something on LinkedIn that's engaging and talking about content marketing, then you know, okay, I can target these people with a hashtag in LinkedIn, with a summary, with a piece of content that's going to talk to that audience. So we see that as, you know, data that AI can help inform. Automatically turn this long-form content into a clip understand the hashtags, seed it into that audience and get a much more effective result. So when you can give any company being a startup or a mid-tier company uh, these types of tools and they're creating content marketing, they're creating podcasts because they want to engage their audience, don't just put it out there and hope that it's going to hit the target. These tools now enable you to fundamentally understand who your targets are, how to target them, even creating the content that targets them. So what you're then able to do is spend more time talking to your customers, creating content that adds value to them, and all these automated tasks in making sure it finds them, leave that to the AI and the software. Yeah. Um, and sometimes uh, there are also some legal complications involved with how AI should be used. So in terms of the legal compliance, um, should the companies be aware of something? Oh, look, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a whole range of uh, laws around uh, GDPR and collection of data and um, various platforms have changed all their rules about, you know, cookies and what you can access. Um, it's definitely made it harder uh, as far as what companies need to be aware of. It's probably a question for their for their lawyers rather than me, but you know, collection of data is uh, is really something that um, has changed the nature of what you can understand about your customer via their browser or via their device. So more than ever, rather than just guessing or having any sort of information about that customer, you don't want to be guessing and throwing stuff out there. You want to be able to target that person with hashtags. Um, feed that information to where you think your customer or your audience is hanging out because you're not going to have the same transparency you used to. So I think AI is better at doing that as well. It, it can assimilate a lot more information about your audience and tell you much more about where they are. Yeah, that's true. Um, and also, Tony, where do you see now it going from here? So in the next five years and 10 years, which are the industries you see AI is going to impact the most? Is it going to be manufacturing? Is it the travel industry? Is it the service industry? Which industry do you think AI is going to impact the most in terms of generating more revenue, in terms of uh, taking away some of the jobs? Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, well, look, I mean, taking away jobs, I think, you know, transportation's probably got a lot to lose from artificial intelligence. The automation of uh, drivers and transportation is probably going to displace a lot of workers. You know, when trucks can 
or semi-autonomous vehicles can drive themselves more effectively from point to point, then you're going to have a much more uh, um, change to that workforce. But where I think AI has got a lot to offer, and we've all seen it, right, during COVID, uh, is, is probably medical and the sciences, the ability to use complex algorithms to run models to tell you uh, whether different proteins or whatever are going to respond to vaccines. I mean, this is the perfect use case for artificial intelligence, provided the data in the model is fed and gets the right feedback, uh, you're going to be able to predict a whole lot more outcomes. And everyone says with COVID, you know, I'm, I'm worried about the vaccine because, you know, usually vaccines take years. Well, they do until artificial intelligence enabled you to run all these scenarios and all these outcomes with masses of computing power uh, to squeeze down the time to create a vaccine. And look, you know, we haven't grown two heads yet, so hopefully it's been a successful a uh, bit of medical technology that's been applied. But for humanity, uh, I would say medicine and probably climate science as well, being able to run uh, technologies and create technologies that are um, more environmentally friendly, I think AI is going to play a huge role in that. Yep. Um, and also coming back to the content marketing part, um, you know, even I'm working for a startup uh, at the moment, as, as I told you. Um, how do you think that the AI is going to be used in developing good content, quality content? That's what we always talk about, right? Uh, you have touched based upon it uh, briefly, but developing quality content uh, and quality in terms of uh, not good English, grammatical English. I'm talking about targeting the right audience, getting the right customers into through AI. Is that something uh, which will be very useful for? Look, I, I think it's already there. I mean, uh, you know, some of the uh, uh, the AI platforms that you can use, like GPT-3, enable you to type in a heading, uh, some, some topics, some targets, and it will write content for you. Now, will it replace a human? No, but does it create a a framework or a structure for you to write a blog around? Absolutely. So then you've got your framework, you can edit that. Now what you can do is you can seed it into something like a, a, a synthetic voice that then reads this blog and sounds like a human, translates it into Spanish or Chinese or, uh, you know, any other language, and then using something like a sonnet, then cuts it up and seeds it into the various social platforms to hit your audience. All you've done end-to-end -end is said, I want to write a piece of content that sounds a bit like this. Here's my target audience. Here's my key themes. Written, spoken, seeded, very low touch. Um, that's already there. That exists. I mean, it's not end-to-end -end in one platform, but you can already do these sorts of things. Now, the content is not quite there yet. So you're going to have to get a human in there to check and make sure it's not talking absolute garbage. Uh, but in terms of the speed of creating good content and the ability to target, you've probably gone from, you know, let's say 10 hours. You've gone from 10 hours to an hour. Um, you've saved a lot of time and you've become much more effective. Yep, that's absolutely true. And, you know, uh, we have seen these things happening um, that a lot of time is saved when you are using uh, these kind of technologies and the new technologies that are there in place for us. But 
there is also a question before we end this uh, podcast one or two questions uh, before we end one is related to this fact that whenever a technology comes into place there are issues related to your mental health as well which come into place um, a lot of the times we have seen that when people are indulging too much into technology they stop spending time with uh, you know they stop spending time with nature they stop spending time with the uh, natural inhabitation that we already have and that's very important for your mental health your physical well-being um that ai is a good thing uh for you in some sense but then it should be used in the right manner isn't it yeah i think there's a lot of questions around ethical ai um you know facebook if people saw the social dilemma and how the ai is designed only to keep you on that platform that's clearly got negative aspects to it um i don't think anyone would disagree that an algorithm designed to uh you know carry weapons of war is is a good thing either um the counter to, there's always going to be a counter to that like if robots fight each other and humans don't go to battlefields maybe that's a good thing maybe it's not because uh, the best ai wins who who knows but you know from my point of view from what we're trying to do is we're trying to use ai to take out the low value tasks freeing up people to do the high value tasks. If that means you got a podcast and usually you spend 2 hours on Sunday cutting it up, writing all your socials, clipping it all up. If that now only takes 10 minutes using a, an AI tool or an AI platform, now you've got an hour and 45 minutes to indulge in your family and to indulge in nature, to do higher value things. Um now that really is a benefit of AI. Um but yes, the question of ethical AI will be one that continues to be asked because humans are humans some are ethical and some aren't absolutely um totally agree with you how you carefully hit me on that uh talking about the podcast editing um and I'll definitely want to come back to you and it's all about looking at that half glass full half glass empty theory which side of the glass you want to look at it's up to you uh what kind of perspective do you have do you have an optimistic lens or a pessimistic lens towards looking into the things absolutely so that's absolutely true tony and before we end this podcast today any takeaways that you think the audience can have before we end today's session on ai yeah look i think with ai you've just got to look at it with a um you know a, a degree of skepticism as well as a degree of adventure because you know humanity is really going down this pathway of using computers to solve a lot of problems to automate a lot of problems and you can always look at the negatives and there will be negatives that come out of that no doubt it's a it's a quantum shift in in humanity um but i think when you embrace some of the tools that get created if you look at them like they're tools that help or augment uh, existing activities then um the 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 games change and if you embrace that then you'll find some incredible things that are going to happen with technology and ai and hopefully they make humanity's life better but you've always got to have that bit of skepticism because there will always be people who are trying to exploit it whether it be cambridge analytica facebook advertising platforms whatever um you know the power of ai if it's used for for evil um is a challenge is going to be really problematic so have both 
adventure, embrace it. Skepticism, you know, always run your eye over what's the real purpose of what's going on here. Thank you so much, Tony. I really loved your insights um, towards uh, AI, not only in content marketing, but the really interesting insights you shared with respect to the other industries as well and how it's going to affect or not affect the jobs of people. It's just about looking at that other side and the other lens. Um, and if you can see that, then it's always going to be beneficial for you because technology is there not to harm you, but to benefit you. So it's up to you how you can optimally make use of it without it being harming you in any sense of your life. Absolutely. Um, but I, I really, really appreciate you spending uh, time with me for this podcast. And I wish that you will be again coming for this podcast episode on some other topic. Absolute pleasure. Look forward to it. Thank you very much for having me on. This is an ultimate global podcast. Hello, and welcome to our special weekly podcast on trending international and social affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney. 